As high performers, we see the world differently. In a world that not only tolerates but promotes mediocrity, who do we turn to when we want to be great? Where are the guides? What's the blueprint? This podcast gives you access to the most successful people from around the world so that you can elevate every area of your life. This is more than just about making money. It's about living a life that lights you up so that you can illuminate the world. Welcome to Elevate. I'm Jack DeLosa. Let's get into it. Okay, this is one of the most powerful conversations I have ever had. In thinking about how to best capture what is discussed in this conversation, this is a conversation about how to be free. This is a conversation about how to be free of your past, how to be free of your inner critic, how to be free of the expectations of others and society at large so that you can live your best and most inspired life possible. In this conversation with the great man Preston Smiles, we discuss human development, how the personality is formed, and most importantly, how you can live your most inspired life. This man is a master in psychology, in physiology, in astrology, in connection to source, and you guys will see all of that come through in this very powerful conversation. I'm Jack DeLosa. And this is The Elevate Show. Mr. Preston Smiles, thank you for being here. Bloop, 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 bloop. Let's go. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I kind of wish we'd been filming for the last 15 minutes. Yeah, we definitely went deep, man. <laughs> Birds of a feather often flock together. 100%, my mm. brother. Yes. 100%. I want to touch on something that you were just speaking to us about a moment ago, which is... Even as the nervous system is forming, mm -hmm. we are absorbing things that will later become patterns we play out in our life. Can we start there? Talk to it because you're so well versed in human psychology. You're like a walking encyclopedia, mm. whether it's psychology, astrology, human <laughs> behavior, human development, like you've got it all unlocked. So I kind of want to go a little bit everywhere and mm -hmm. dive deep into all of that. Um, talk to us about how formative our formative years are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it was Erickson's developmental stages yes. for anybody who would want to really look this up. Uh, but I'm just going to speak from experience and 100%. anybody can pull from that. Uh, technically, there's something called uh, implicit memory and there's explicit memory. Yeah. Implicit memory is body memory. This is before we could actually form cognitive like awareness around who we are where we are uh, we were receiving signals from our caregivers mothers fathers grandparents whoever it is yes and oftentimes while the nervous system and and the psyche is forming we are mm. scanning for what is safe and what is not mm. and so uh as little babies even two, three years old, mm. we're still having implicit memory, having body memory, body memories. So yes. for example, with my children, and I have uh, four kids, uh, basically under four, yeah. four under four, which is absolutely <laughs> crazy. Anybody <laughs> who has kids is like, yo, what did you do? Right? Um, <laughs> what, did you do? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm deeply aware of and making sure of with my wife uh, is that they have lots of hugs, lots of kisses, yes. and when they are throwing tantrums, 
right? Because oftentimes we think that tantrums are bad and wrong, and we as adults want to control those tantrums. But we've come to understand that a child that throws a tantrum uh, is the opposite of traumatized, right? If a, if a child feels safe enough to share and be fully present with their experience, then they are not traumatized yet. Now, wow. I put yet on there because I believe, this is my philosophy, everybody's going to mess their kids up. Yes. We are all walking, talking versions of that. Even if you're 100%. so awesome that you mess your kid up by being so awesome. Yes. Right? Right. Then the, the standard's so high. 100%. Right? And so coupling that with any given moment, because children are egocentric. So each and every one of us um, were born believing that if something occurred, it was because it was because of us. It was mm. our fault. Mm. Um even up to 10 months, we don't know that there's a separate self. Mm. There's not me and mommy, me and daddy. There mm. is just us, mm. right? And so as we're f our nervous system, our psyche is forming, right? Like a two-year-old can talk. Or my two-year-olds can talk. Mm. Uh, but they probably won't have a single memory around this time. But what they will have is the implicit body memory of hugs, kisses, and a felt sense of safety mm. around their expression, which mm. that's the part I wanted to get to. Mm. Because often we have so many little good boys and little good girls walking around trying to get it right for mommy and daddy, and they don't understand that that was imprinted into their nervous systems before they had thought, right? If, if, if a child is having an experience, even a happy, a joy-filled experience, about something they're experiencing or noticing and that parent is having a stressed out day or whatever the case may be or just doesn't want the kid to be too loud because we must be civilized mm. we're at the grocery store yeah. or we're at church you got to do it right and that parent punishes that child for that over time and not much time that child will have an implicit body memory that expression is not safe mm. and that 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years down the line. Some people die, die, go to their graves, still operating from that memory and mm. not the truth of their being. Mm. It's so powerful, isn't it? I love what you said that we all are going to stuff up our children one way or another. 100%. So I, I've, I've been doing a lot of childhood work, inner child work over the last couple of years. And, and even when I got to the States, it's a couple, couple of weeks in Arizona doing some sort of in-house courses over there. And one that's one of the thoughts that I had as I was spending a couple of weeks going really deep into inner child models and, 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 and processing through that work is it's so easy and almost inevitable to come out of childhood with stuff, right? Mum didn't love me enough. There's some abandonment stuff. Mum loved me too much. Yeah. There's some enmeshment stuff. Mum and dad didn't praise me enough, yeah. low self-confidence. Mum and dad praised me too much, false empowerment, right? Mum money. and dad didn't feed me enough. Mum and dad fed me too much. It's like to all of these things, there's what Aristotle would have called the golden mean, mm -hmm. somewhere in between where there's this golden mean, which is impossible for any parent to walk on all of the different layers of multidimensionality of what's, what a child is absorbing. Yes, can you talk to us a little bit about that and just how important it is for us as adults mm -hmm. to go back and do the inner child work? Yes, but before I do, I want to just speak to 
everything you just spoke about is the nutrients. Yeah. For a uh, for life experience. Yes. So the reason why I think, uh, especially in the Western ethos, that Western consciousness, this idea of perfection. Yeah. Right. There is no such thing. What is perfect is navigating one's own dharma in this lifetime. Yes. What is perfect is having the nutrients, a.k.a. the abandonment or the enmeshment or whatever else is there to uh, journey and use that to mm. grow our, our tree. Um, mm. One of the things that I'm, and I use a lot of metaphors and analogies and things mm. of this nature, um, the productivity of the seed is not determined by the actual seed because the seed contains the blueprint for the entire tree. What makes or what is the difference between a tree that grows a thousand feet in the air and provides food and shade and, and, and shelter and a tree that grows three feet in the air and dies is not the seed, but the soil that it's planted in. Yes. And the idea that the soil is like, oh, it's so good. What is soil, right? Soil is decaying leaves. It is fallen fruit. It is death, right? We are planted in death, and that is what creates the, the most um, fruitful trees that come <laughs> onto wow. the planet. And so I'm, I'm just really a proponent of remembering that all of this all of this is perfect we we signed up for the chaos yes uh, we signed up for uh, <laughs> the sacred ass kicking <laughs> and <laughs> the acceptance of that yes take it even further the celebration of yeah, that yeah is what makes the biggest distinction and difference between somebody who's living an extraordinary life and somebody who's living a life of quiet desperation whether they have a hundred million in the bank or nothing. It is not. It is not what is occurring in their external, but how they're viewing their internal, or how they're viewing what's occurring inside of them. How, their their own relationship with the inner critic that 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 tries to sabotage and destroy and 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 murder. Right. That relationship is the one that is the biggest one on the planet. As I said, I've been studying the inner child work for a mm -hmm. couple of years now. That is the most powerfully I have ever heard it expressed. Mm. The enmeshment, the abandonment, the too much praise, not enough praise, work to, parents work too much, didn't work enough. They're all the nutrients. 100%. To be celebrated. Yes. And the dharma and the soil mm -hmm. that is giving life to the seed. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. <laughs> that is very beautiful. Dude, take it even further, right? Take we've it all, even we've further. We've all heard this term, uh, are you working out because you love your body or are you working out because you hate your body, right? Mm. Well, just let's expand on that and going to the inner child conversation. Because mm. oftentimes, you know, I coach high-level people and I coach people who, you know, wouldn't be considered that in the business world. Mm. Regardless of who it is, I always have the same conversation with them, which is there's only two games ever happening. 
the outside-in game or the inside-out game. The outside-in game says that cars, money, women, status, hair, biceps, booty, likes, comments, all of those things produce my worth. I feel good when I have. The inside-out game says... I am perfect, whole, and complete, but not finished. Mm. I am a unique emanation of the Most High, and that thing has never and will never make a mistake. And therefore, mm. when I see the beauty of a rainbow, I go, ah, oh, wow. When I see a puppy playing, whoa, my God, look how cute. I must see myself, because if you smelt it, you dealt it. And that's the name of the game for me is, hmm, Am I going into my inner child because I think I'm wrong, broken, or messed up in mm. some way? Or am I going into my inner child work to enhance and to add to the, uh, the, 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 the uh, tapestry mm. of this beautiful life? Because the, the, those distinctions, one is I'm broken and I need to fix. The other is this is fun. The other is, this is interesting. The other is, let me free myself just a little bit more because what imprisons us also points to our freedom. That game is the one I'm up to. And I would rather, and I tell people all the time, we don't need to go back there. We can. And I can take you deep. We could get messy. We could get dirty. We could get raw. But we won't go back there, not in my coaching, if you're doing it because you think you're broken. Oh. That is a fundamental game-changing paradigm for that kind of work. Deeply. Part of, I'll be honest, a lot of the challenge I have with some of that work, particularly when you go into recovery-based work, which I've never been in recovery-based work, but I've got a lot of friends that are, and I think there's so much... So there's so much in a lot of the recovery programs that's so good, mm-hmm. and there's some really good yep. recovery programs out there that are just exceptional personal development programs. Yes, and mm-hmm. the label of you know if if you had an addiction once upon a time that you're diseased. Yeah. Now, again, I I fully appreciate and honor that that view of that work Mm -hmm. has worked for a lot of people that have previously experienced addiction and the label of i'm broken i'm diseased Mm -hmm. i need fixing that doesn't is is never sat well with my soul Mm And so when we come back to the inner child work of we're not going there because there's something wrong with you that needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. We're going there to uh, bathe in the enrichment of the soil to enhance who the fuck you are. Correct. Game changing idea. 100%. It will completely shift how we enter anything. Right. Some people right now clicked on this podcast because they think there's something wrong with them there's something fundamentally broken about them Mm. and let this whoever that is and you know who you are let this be a reminder that's not true i will speak from my higher self to through and as your higher self to remind you 
that that's not even close to true. There are no mistakes on the planet. There is not a hair on your head nor a leaf on any tree that is a mistake. All of it is perfect, even the worst parts. We can we use it, right? Now, here's where, here's where it gets tricky. We don't want to use that as a scapegoat mm. to bypass some of the clearing that is necessary for mm -hmm. one to be a weapon mm -hmm. for what I call God's love. Mm. Call it whatever you want. Mm. But the name of the game for me is to be a weapon. Mm. That's why people meet me and they're like, I don't know how to place you. I'm like, because you can't. I'm fucking everything. Right? <laughs> yes, you are. Yep. I, when I move out of the way, there is no I anymore. Now it's just space. And space can do anything. There's context creates content, right? The context. Mm. So we don't want to bypass, right? Using the, I think this is an analogy, but maybe it's a metaphor of, of uh, a, a water hose, right? We kink that hose. Yeah. And we, we try to shut down certain emotions. We try to shut down certain aspects of us. I tell people all the time, a part of why the porn industry and the sex trafficking industry are so big is because well-intentioned mothers who were traumatized by well-intentioned fathers, um, those mothers try to beat out, try to educate out parts of their sons that they didn't like from their fathers. Right. And so what we get is a bunch of little fakers. Yes. A bunch of little chameleons that figure out how to make mommy happy. Yes. And as soon as the door closes, that primal aspect of them must come forward. Anything we suppress will express somewhere. Yes. Right? So it's coming out in these really interesting ways. Non-productive ways, in my opinion. Yeah. But still not bad wrong. It's coming out sideways. Yes. Would I prefer people not sex traffic? Absolutely. So for any of you asking or challenging, because I already hear your thoughts, mm. wait, are you saying sex trafficking is okay? Absolutely not no. from where I stand. But I can only see so much. Mm. I can only see so much. Mm. I think that the woman who created Mothers Against Drug Driving would definitely love to have her daughter. Mm. And a lot of people have been saved because her daughter lost her life. Mm. And so the question is, is saved for what? Mm. Right? Uh, Gnostic Gospels of Thomas, he says, uh, if you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. That, for me, is, is the, the ultimate question we all get to keep asking ourselves. And that's moment by moment. We want to think about it from business and entrepreneurial shit. Oh, I'll make this money. I'll be a high performer. I'll do this. Oh, look how big my dick is. Oh, look at my dick. <laughs> yes, right? You want to play the physical game for now, right? We know what it's really about, right? I have a client right now who makes 100 million. You know why he signed with me within 10 minutes? I was like, you're a slave. You're mm. a fucking slave. Mm. And I'm bigger than you. And that bothers you because you have way more money but you can't feel the space. Mm. 
This is no different than the Ninja Turtle or all the other things you were earning as a kid. Mommy, look at my A. World, look at my Ferrari. Fuck your Ferrari. Who are you? Right? And are you filling up this now moment with, with, with poise and beauty and power? Or is it a front? Are you dressing up a piece of shit? Mm. He got it instantly. Where do I sign? Mm. Right? This, right? And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Mm. Hear me loud and clear. We were in the car talking earlier about, uh, you asked me <laughs> how life was going. And I said, <laughs> life is fucking interesting and awesome and challenging. Right. And I said, in the order of marriage, business, kids. Marriage is the hardest one for me. Mm. But that's my dharma. Right? I don't know if that's true for everybody else. Mm. So hear me loud and clear. I'm not trying to say I'm perfect with this. I'll say I visit it more often than most people, though. Hey, team, I hope this conversation is resonating with you deeply. If it is, post it up over on Instagram. Tag me at Jack Delosa so that I can regram you and stay connected with you over on that platform. Do that now. Enjoy the rest of the episode. One of the things that can deter the high performers that you're talking about from looking inward is when we're really good at creating the externalities. <laughs> I've got the Ferrari. I've got the $100 million a year. Yep. I've got the 1,000 staff. Yep. The property. I've got it all. Yes. And so according to my perception and everybody else's perception, it's all good. And that can actually act as a deterrent mm-hmm. from ever reflecting inward. Yes. Talk to us a little bit about the importance because here's the thing neither you nor i are saying there's anything wrong with a hundred million dollars in the ferrari you drive a porsche i drive a maserati we both live in beautiful houses you know there's nothing wrong with the pursuits i think we're here i don't think we're here to renounce all of that stuff and go sit in a cave somewhere i think it adds to the richness and the experience of life Mm -hmm. right i think I think the nothingness is where we came from and where we returned to. We came here to fucking live, so let's do it, yes. right? And so there's nothing wrong with the pursuits. There's nothing wrong with the externalities. In, in many ways, that can be beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think the question you and I are asking is, what is the fuel you're using to get there? Yes. Can yes. you elaborate and, 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 and go a little bit deeper on that? Yeah. And your, your experience as to what you've seen with super high performers and the journey they go on to succeed in the external Mm -hmm. and then what are the triggers and catalysts to get them to come back inward well there's two different conversations going on Mm. and i'll break it down a couple different ways Uh, one i'll do it with the stages of consciousness and my mentor and the person who married uh, my wife and i michael beckwith taught me this Uh, so the first stage of consciousness is by me um no 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 to me there we go. First stage of consciousness is to me. Mm. This is where we believe that the world is happening to us. Mm. This first stage uh, or state of consciousness, mm. better word, is where we believe that we are victims to our you know, traffic, weather, family. Uh, if my mom would have been, if my dad would have been, mm. if I was three inches taller, if my dick was a little bigger, if my ex was this, if my butt was this, all of that stuff, right? Um, and all of us go through all of these states and sometimes in a day, right? The second 
stage or state would be by me consciousness. Yeah. This is the Gary V, the Grant Cardone, I'll make it happen. This is when we are uh, forcing, if you may. We, we, this is creator consciousness. This is I will put my flag in the ground and I will make it happen, mm. right? Burn my boats, storm the island. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. The third stage, and this is the one I wake up talking about, thinking about, and asking about. Mm. Uh, the third stage slash state is through me consciousness. Mm. This is where we say to whatever we believe is orchestrating and rotating the planet, um, what would you have me say? What would you have me do? How can I best support humanity now? Mm. And in order to go from by me consciousness to through me consciousness, we must surrender. The bridge is surrendering, right? To go from to me to by me, we take responsibility. So the bridge from mm. to me to by me is responsibility. I will no longer be a victim to the weather, the traffic, my wife, ex et cetera, et cetera, yes. my husband, right? So we take responsibility, we take it. Instead yes. of placing blame, we take responsibility. Yes. We get into buy me, ooh, ooh, ooh. We start to see results. Look at my Ferrari, look at my house, look at my this, look at my that, look at my bank account, look at my clothes, look at my titties, look at all of it, look at me, look at me, world. I made it. And then, <laughs> at some point, for some people, it's 60, 70, 80 years old mm. that they realize that this life is not about what we accumulate, but mm. what we give, mm. what we experience, how, how much we can fill up the now moment with presence. Mm. Most people don't get to this till later in life. They recognize and realize that all of those toys are no different than the Barbie dolls and the Ninja Turtles and the G.I. Joes and all the other things they played with, that all of those things will be trash or belong to someone else. But what you, 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 you can keep, what you can keep is the memories. What you can keep is the presence, right? And so oftentimes from to me to buy me, someone will create so much and it's so powerful and amazing externally, but internally, it's not fulfilling. Yes. Internally, or let's take it, you know, there's uh, different domains of life. So oftentimes you can ask those people, how, do you, how does your, your partner feel? Do your, do your kids feel like that Ferrari? Like, does that matter to them? Or did you choose something to distract yourself with that is easy? It's easy. I'm going to say this, and this is going to piss some people off. Business is easy. Relationship, challenging as hell. Yes. Business is, is logical. It's structure. It's reason. We, we can stay in the masculine mind and create business. And this is for anybody, yeah. man or woman. But to, to, to step over into the feminine, which is uncontrollable, that's a wildfire. You don't know where that's going and where it's stopping. and where The, the masculine is always trying to get to zero. So, okay, here's the set point. Let's do what we need to to get to zero. Boom, we landed, we made it. With the feminine aspects of ourselves, relationships and things of that nature, we never land. Mm. We never know. Mm. We're never complete. This is why especially men get upset in relationships because they're like, I did this and I did that and I did this and then she still complained. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's because she's tapped in. Mm. The thing that drives you crazy about her is the thing that drives you crazy. 
about her, right? Ooh, it's so beautiful. So this the surrendering of all that you created to say, now how would you use me? How would you use me in this moment? God, Spirit, Buddha, Krishna, Jesus, Allah. How would you use me now? That game changer. Now, the fourth stage, and I know some of you are asking and, and, and wondering, the, the fourth stage slash state is as me consciousness. This is the Buddha nature. This mm. is Christ consciousness. This mm. is that moment when the molly hits. This is that moment when the mushrooms completely land. Mm. This is that moment at Burning Man when the LSD hits. This is that moment mm. in church where you get the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. This is that moment in meditation. This is that moment in breath work where you surrender and poof, you know that there's nothing to say, nothing to do, nowhere to go. All is God, all is love, and you are here present in this now moment that those states are possible at any given moment mm. and hmm, awareness proceeds choice mm. we can't intervene in a world we can't see and uh, to now answer your question in a short way <laughs> entrepreneurs high performers i believe are waking up to that yes my business partner got started because he saw a video from ty lopez right in his garage with the ferraris and that opened up a whole world for him which then led him down a lot of paths and so we don't get to judge ty lopez and his ferraris because that's a that's a gateway drug yeah we're all walking each other home to the self oh Shit's getting real in here. <laughs> I think I'm experiencing that level four shit. Preston <laughs> mm. smiles. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of things I want to go deeper on. Yep. To get from level one to level two is responsibility. To get from level two to level three is surrender. To the untrained eye, that can feel like the opposite, almost. Because yeah. to go from... It's happening to me, mm -hmm. to it's happening by me. Mm -hmm. I need to take control. I'm at cause. Yes. To go from level two to level three, mm -hmm. through me, yes. requires surrender, which is very different. So yes. it's the whole what got you to where you are isn't going to get you to where you need Correct. to be. Correct. With the, you know, you mentioned Gary V as an example. Mm -hmm. and, and to be honest, this is something that I still... I'm navigating, mm -hmm. as I'm sure you've worked out by now, just from you know the short short amount of time we spent together over the last couple of weeks, is when dealing with like if I use myself and and Gary as examples, mm -hmm. right? When when dealing with companies at scale, mm -hmm. and you've got whether it's hundred people, a thousand people, five thousand people, whatever it might be. It can often feel like in order to manage effectively and efficiently an organization of that size mm -hmm. it requires as you said structure process controls yes. for lack of a better word mm -hmm. how do we best encourage and how do people like me mm -hmm. how do i let me ask the question differently how do i balance mm -hmm. or navigate the journey from yeah, I am at cause for everything that's going on in my world. And and given the stage of evolution we are on planet Earth right now, in the game of business, that requires me mm -hmm. to play a certain game. Mm -hmm. 
how do I balance two and three or navigate from two to three without having it fall the the organizations fall apart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's <laughs> a powerful question, man. And I think that a lot of people are asking that, asking themselves that, right? Because I think right. that w- w- if you're really listening, you can hear that call. You can hear that yeah. still small voice that's saying, over there, over there. Right. Um, I'm going to address a word that I heard you say. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of entrepreneurs and uh, high performers use this word. And it's a covert word for control. Yeah. Balance doesn't exist. Right. Something has to give. Everything comes at a cost. Yes. So the question one gets to sit in is what's most important, really? Not just important to my ego, but what's important for life? What would I die for? What is needed of me? What is being asked? What do I feel is being asked of me? Because a lot of times entrepreneurs um, will hear that call and be afraid yeah. to answer it. Absolutely. Which then becomes its own prison. Yes. Because from a conscious level, you can feel that. Yes. It's the, underneath all of it, you can feel the, the cowardice that sits there. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all have yeah. moments of that. Yeah. Um, we control what we can. Mm. Oftentimes, we humans are trying to control the uncontrollable. And it's because we've already made an assumption. And this is where I'm gonna challenge you and same thing I challenged when mm. I was coaching Ryan, mm. your friend, mm. right? Legend. Um, the assumption is, is that if this crashes, if this falls, if this fails, I, mm, what does that mean about me? What does it mean about my legend? Yes which is still all ego and all pointed here. Mm. Now, even take that further. What does it mean for the people I employ? Right? And it assumes that you were holding it together in the first place. Yeah. Right? There are powers that be, whatever we want to call those things, that have orchestrated so many things that you could have never controlled, ever. True. Right? Very. And so what's interesting is it's like the person who's calling in uh, a partner, right? And they start dating and they meet somebody they really like. Yeah. And they meet in the consciousness of like, ooh, free and flowy and yes and all of these things. And the closer those hearts get, the more probably both, but at least one of them will start to say, well, how do I keep this? Mm. How do I own this? Mm. Right? Which is in fact disowning what even magnetized those people in the first place. Yes. So take that to business. Yes. Right? You said yes. You surrendered. You listened. You said, what, spirit? That? Okay. Let's go. 100%. Right? Boom. This thing blows up. Then yes. you said, oh, my God, spirit, is it an island? Is it a this? Is it a that? I'm a yes to all of this. Oh, my God. Boom. This thing blows up. And then at some point, it gets so big or so important to the ego that we go, <gasps> now I can't let it die. It must stay how it is. Now, here's the breakdown. The blood does not belong to the vein. The fruit does not belong to the tree. It belongs to the ecosystem. When we try to hold and hoard, we stagnate, and that can create dis-ease and death. 
The distinction between uh, a flowing river and a swamp is an inlet and an outlet. And oftentimes, we entrepreneurs get so attached, that's the key word, attached to what it looks like, yes. to what it feels like, that we forget that we are all just riding a wave. We're all just riding a wave. And every wave, some of them feel tsunami-like. And we get addicted to that. Oh my God, the drop was crazy. We get addicted to the tsunami. We get addicted to the 100-foot wave that we forget that the trickle is just important. An ant and an elephant is the same mm. in the mind of God. Mm. And so we tune in, tune in, tap in. We, we can start to figure out that there's nuances. There's People ask me all the time, they're like, yo, what do you work on? Bro, there is constant nuance if you're paying attention, if you're actually viewing what is occurring. Right? I can feel it. I can feel it in this podcast. There's yeah. moments where I want to do good. And then there's moments where I'm clear. Right. Use me. Let's go. Right. Present to yes. the presence. Right? That there's two, those are two different things that yes. I can catch even here. Yes. Right? Yes. So if I can catch that here, where else is that occurring? Mm. That goes back to the inner critic. Yes. We can't stop that mind. Yes. At all. Mm. We can redirect the mind. We can give it we can give it um marching orders. Mm. Right? We can we can move it out of the way through practice, just like we everybody works on their biceps, right? They work on their booty, right? If you don't use it, you lose it, and so that's the name of the game for me is letting go of the attachment, yes, to how it's supposed to look, because it assumes that this wave and the way that that wave came from thousands of miles away, that's the only wave, right? I built this thing, it's the only wave. God will forsake me. The universe will never send another wave. <laughs> Catch it. It's there. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Okay. That's exactly what happens is entrepreneur, anybody, yes. starts out inspired, which is yes. in spirit. That. Right? And they're right in the way. They're at one with... Mm-hmm. the universe mm-hmm. and then it and then it becomes something and then it becomes i must keep it i must hold it i must own it and that's ego yes hey team i hope this conversation is resonating sometimes when we learn things like these we can immediately think of others that we wish were here hearing this very conversation that you are now if that's you Share it with that friend, share it with that family member, share it with that loved one that you wish could be learning from this episode as well. They will thank you for it. One of the really interesting things you said before when you were talking to this new client of yours with $100 million in the Ferrari is, you're a fucking slave. Mm -hmm. One of the things I had observed of you, even prior to us meeting in person, was that you are really free. How did you, what was your journey? What was your practice mm-hmm. that others may be able to glean from that currently that are sitting there going, you know what, I am fucking attached. Mm-hmm. I'm attached to a whole bunch of shit mm-hmm. and I feel trapped. Mm. And brother, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. It's fucking rare that you meet somebody as free as you. Mm. And so what's that journey? Yeah, man. 
uh, I'll break it down in another um, distinction. So uh, four aspects of what it means to be human. Hmm. We are physical beings, biological beings. Yeah. Right? There's a lot going on in here. Yeah. Right. As we spoke before, there's implicit and there's explicit. Implicit is body memory. These somatic bodies have so much knowledge. Number two, we are linguistic beings. We build worlds with our language. Without the distinction of door and doorknob, getting out of this room would be very difficult. But with the language of door and doorknob, worlds open to me. Mm. Right? Number three, we are social and historical beings born into beliefs and interpretations. Now stop right there for a moment. Freeze frame everyone. That is one of the biggest reasons why I experience, I would say, more freedom than the average person is because I am deeply aware. Now, the body stuff, working on. Language, working on. Speak what you seek until you see what you said. I say that to myself all the time. Mm. Speak what you seek until you see what you said. Mm. Right? I'm speaking things into existence. I'm using the power of the tongue internally and externally. I'm prophesying about this life and this experience and how I'm going to ride this particular wave. But go deeper. Number three, social beings born into beliefs and interpretations. Mm, fuck. <laughs> let that land. Let it land. Everyone listening, watching, let it land. Social beings born into beliefs and interpretations. Now, what beliefs and interpretations would one be born into? Mm. Well, let's start with money is the root of all evil. Mm. Let's start with um, um, men are supposed to have all the answers. Mm. We're supposed to have it figured out. And if you don't, you're a failure. Mm. Where'd I get that? Terminator. Where'd I get that? Rambo. Where'd I get that? Clint Eastwood. Mm. Right? Hmm. For me, mm. especially early on, because at 33, I moved back in with my mom. I was making $36,000 a year and I had ne I was fucking awesome. Wow. And I could not. I could not break this thing. I didn't understand it. And so I had to look. What is occurring? What is blocking me? What is making this very challenging? Oh, I was born into beliefs and interpretations around money, around scarcity, around business, around abundance, around being black, mm. being in this skin suit. This dark skin suit, the one that I hated as a child where I fried my hair and asked for blue contacts, this skin suit, right? Having to carve and chip away at the David until the masterpiece was there. So I started to look at all the little nuances and ways in which things were and of course to me. Let this land everybody. Right now, wherever you are, if you are in a room and the lights go out, and this is a room you've lived in and swam in and just spent your life in, if the lights go out, how easy would it be for you to find the light switch? Because that is how it felt for me. That was an of course living in my body. I felt, of course black people have to struggle. Of course it's gonna be harder for me. Of mm. course white men wanna hurt me mm. and demonize me. Of course, I had a bunch of of courses living in my body. And so in order to free mm. oneself, we must question. There's a book called The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. And he said in that book, to get your questions answered do, 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 what you type in Google and your answers questioned mm. and for me I'm going to say it again for those in the back who didn't let that land get your questions answered 
and then your answers questioned. Mm. My freedom daily comes from that statement because whatever isn't of course in me, why am I so fat? Why is it not working? Why does everyone else have more money? Why does everyone else have this? Why is this not working? Why is my wife this? Why is my husband all any any answer that comes back because if you type it in Google, God, Google, whatever you want to call it, it will give you article upon article, videos as to why. And very rarely do we stop and say, but is that true? And even if it is, do I want it to continue to be true? What mm. that does right there is give me power that I had been giving away, mm. whether conscious or unconscious. I instantly take my power back in that moment when I say, whether it is or is not, whether it has been true, what do I choose now? Mm. How do I want to proceed with the conversation of money? How do I want to proceed with the conversation of can I be a businessman and chucks? Can I be a businessman who plays and enjoys his family and experiences the fullness of life? Can I do that as me? Me, like for real. There's so much deep shame that I was carrying. So mm. much shame, so much pain, so much not enoughness. I was... I, I went to special education classes when I was very young. In college, I cheated my way through college, even though I studied nonstop because I believed that I was broken, that I was an imposter, that they would find out. Somebody's going to find out that I'm actually stupid. I still battle with that voice. Mm. The difference is, is that it's not really a battle anymore. It mm. used to be. Now it's a simple conversation. I hear you. I see you. I know you're here to protect me. But what's the truth, right? What's the truth? Mm. The truth is, is that hmm, source, divine intelligence, has never made a mistake. The truth is, is that you've produced in a magical way without having it need to be like everyone else. The truth is, is that whether you have those things or not, you are perfect, whole, and complete. You have the confirmation number called your heartbeat that makes it possible for anything to occur. So... Last one for those of you saying, but you didn't say the fourth. Uh, the fourth one is we are quantum beings. Mm. So I'm going to finish this off. We are biological beings. We are linguistic beings. We are social and historical beings born into beliefs and interpretations. And we are quantum beings. I go through all four of those and yeah. have been for years. I'm complete. Mm. It feels like a deep sense of unattachment right it's 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 you don't seem to be attached to any one thought one idea one way it's this is a fucking river and i'm in it and here we go i am attached but lightly okay. i have high intention and low attachment high intention low attachment that Talk to us about that. High intention, low attachment. I yes. like that. Yes. I am committed to experiencing the highest heights and the most beauty and the mm. most love that I could possibly experience in this lifetime. Yes, sir. And I know that a part of that means that there will be what we will seem like duality. Mm. There will be lots of light and lots of dark, but all of it is on the same coin. All of it is that. And so my unattachment, the one place you can get me with this is with my kids. Sure. Before I had kids, 
bro, I was, <laughs> first of all, I'm even doper now with kids. And anybody who has kids, <laughs> you understand why, right? But truth be told, that's the one place where I'm high intention and high attachment. Yeah. Because I, I, there's a primal thing in me that wants them to be safe and be good and X, Y, whatever that is, right? Right. But everywhere else, give a shit, bro. You can take all of this. I'll just get it back if I want it, right? Or I'll take another t- another ride, ride another wave, mm. right? Mm. I won't lose. Mm. Can't lose. That's the difference. I know I can. Mm. People think they can. Mm. They think they can fail. They actually do. Mm. And for those of you thinking that, and you're like, yeah, that's true. It's not. As long as you have life, you can't fail. Mm. Right? I've done really messed up things to people. Mm. I've had really messed up things done to me. Mm. Abuse of all kinds. I've seen people die bloody deaths, brains splattered on the ground, mm. writhing, trying to live. Mm. That changes you. Because mm. you then get like, oh, nothing else mattered to this person mm. but breath. Right? Mm. They take their, 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 sh- their shitty apartment over not being here any day. And even that, what is death? Right? That's what we're all trying to cheat, by the way. Right. Everybody's trying to, you know, doing fillers in their lips and faces and ass and everything else. Look, I'm cheating death. No, you're not. You're definitely not. <laughs> it's coming for your ass, right? It's, no one's getting out of it. Right? It's okay, right? Like, you want to want to look good because we need to, like, attract a person. And, like, cool. Do what you do. But at some level, you're a slave. and And that's okay, right? We all have that situation. Some people wake up to it. My dad didn't. My dad never woke up to it. Mm. He died. My dad died doing the same shit he was doing when I was 17 and when I was 13. Mm. And I spent a big portion of my life trying to stop him from doing that mm. and making myself the savior of my father. Yeah. And he still died. The same way that I feared when I was 20 and 25 and 30 and 35 and 36 and 37. And 38. Can't control the uncontrollable. Mm. Some people hear the call and listen. Some people don't get to do that in this lifetime. Yeah. It's not up to me. It's really not. Right? And I think that we all get to have that same understanding. There's a lot that happens, a lot that occurs that is way out of your control. People think, and I'm going to go back to you, Jack. Mm. Not that I wish this on anyone. Mm. But the flight you miss or the moment, the the the, the Sean being late, right? 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. That's an accident that you didn't get into, right? There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot that's moving on this puzzle, on this board. Yeah. And we get caught up in the idea that we are controlling it. Right. Right? That's why I surrendered. Yes. Right? My personality, I wanted to start at 9, 9.30. (laughs) Poor me. Right? And then I'm like, I see what you're doing. Right. Everybody thinks surrendering and learning personal development and transformation is in these big moments. Right? Where I realize that my... I was, you know, X, Y, and Z. Nah, homie. The biggest moments are the smallest ones. Yeah. Right? That's where I win. 
Yeah. I had somebody in my program recently and he was like, give me another distinction, man. This is awesome. And I was like, you are trying to get high and I want you to get high on your own supply. And you know how you do that? Presence. Mm. Start scanning. Mm. There's stuff here for you. Right? Notice where the mind goes. Where does it go? 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Mm. And most of those are the ones from the day before and the day before and the day before. That's why I tell people all the time, elevation requires separation. Mm. What are you willing to separate from? Mm. What, are you, what are you consuming digitally, right? sonically? What are you consuming? What are you putting up over your, 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 your lip and into your mouth? What are you consuming? Because that it's all playing together. It's all enmeshed. Mm. What are you consuming? Because that's playing a part in how you're viewing outlook, outcome, outlook, outcome, and not outcome like, oh, more money, because more money will come. Yeah. Some of us are an extreme yes to it, and some of us are a little yes. The ocean of abundance remains. You go to that, to that ocean with a giant truck, and you fill up the abundance, or you can go to that ocean with a tiny cup. The abundance remains. Mm. You cannot take from that. There will be no dent in that ocean. Mm. You, Jack, you have dump trucks lined up at the ocean of abundance. (laughs) Some people go with their little tiny bottle and they say, scoop. Oh, Mm. this is all there is. Mm. If you say so. Mm. If you say so. If you say so. Mm. Mm. Amen. Brother, you mentioned something there which I think points to a really important part of of your message. And this is something that you and I share in that you said when you have high intention, you will experience what some may call duality, right? Big vision, big challenges. Mm -hmm. You're not saying align with the universe, high intention, low attachment, and you'll never have any problems, what we label as problems. You'll never have any challenges. It will all be easy. That, yeah. That's not what you're saying. You're Correct. saying the bigger the vision, the bigger the challenges. And there'll be times where we also need to amplify our work ethic in order to actualize those yep. intentions. Can you talk to us about those things, navigating challenge and the importance of doing the work? Yes. So oftentimes people... Uh, especially in the coaching space and industry, because that's where I spend a lot of time and yeah. help people. Uh, they'll say, "How you know, like, how are you doing this with all those kids? Like, how did you get this successful? How did you get to millions without X, Y, and Z?" Mm. And I'll say that you know, it's the quality of your questions, because mm. I'm constantly asking myself, out of all the things that could occur today, what's the top three that would usually take me a month to get done? Yeah. A month, I do in a day what it would take me to do in a month. Mm. So I'm very specific, right? I have this MLM breathing down my back right now. It's a beautiful one, right? But they're like, why? It's money for the taking X, Y, and Z. I'm like, you don't understand. I got here by sifting and sorting through what matters now, Mm. what matters for the next stage of my evolution, not, you know, your gold, because I got gold inside of here. Mm. Right? That's a whole different beast. Mm. I'll never, ever starve to death. Mm. And so it's the quality of one's questions. And that, right, I, we teach in uh, the Bridge Experience, which is a workshop with my wife, yeah. the intention formula, which is intention minus reasons 
plus aligned, committed action mm. equals results. Mm. Not good results, not bad results. <laughs> results. <laughs> Intention. What am I intending? What do I desire? What is the sacred yes that's burning on my heart? What are the bullshit reasons I will come up for, for why this won't work? Oh, there's not enough time. There's not enough this. There's not enough that. Cool. Now let's go hack the game. I'm old enough. I don't know if you are to know that uh, there was this Nintendo, right? And Nintendo, you could, you could play Mike Tyson's punch out and you could put this code in and you could hack the game yeah. up, down, left, right, A, B, A, B, start. And you could go right to the top and fight Mike Tyson, right? Mm. That is what we get to be for ourselves. Mm. Anytime I set an intention out there, I say, okay, what's going to be the bullshit excuse, right? Oh, well, this and that and that. And I just prove, disprove each one of them. Mm. So I get ahead of it. Mm. Then I add in what is the most aligned, committed action that I can take today mm. that would instantly produce the type of results that would have me so deep in the game that there's no looking back. I did that for every business I've had and all of them except for one has been successful. Mm. And even the one that wasn't successful was deeply successful because I needed to fall on my face. Yes. I needed to feel what it felt like to 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 not win yep. at the game. Yeah. So for me that is one of the frameworks that I use all the time. Intention mm. minus reasons plus aligned committed action equals results. Mm. I absolutely love how profound that is. Hey team, I hope this episode is resonating with you deeply. If it is, please leave a review on this podcast to help us spread the message even further to the people who might need to hear it. You mentioned the bridge experience. Mm -hmm. Now, you and Alexi have spent a lot of time in Australia. Yes, we have. So for those uh, uh, viewers and listeners that are in Australia... When can we expect to see you guys back? Yeah, when Australia changes their stupid rules, man. Uh, <laughs> I love the honesty of that answer. I love, I love Australia. Yes, I swear sir. to God, I was probably Aussie in another lifetime. Right. Like, that's my place. <laughs> right. There's three places in the world um, right now that are just like, yes. There's actually four. Austin, where we're at. Mm. Uh, Byron Bay, top of the list. Mm. Right? But all of Australia. I've been all, all over Australia. I've stayed there for months and months and months, over eight years. So I've been everywhere, bro. Mm. Everywhere. Mm. Um, Greece, specifically um, Mykonos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Beautiful. And then East Africa. Wow. Those, those are my four. Right. Right? And Australia is huge because we basically live there. We go yeah. and we'll camp out for months and then we'll come back to the States and then we'll go again. Yeah. Um, so yes, for all the Aussies out there, as your government, and I knew this back in the day. Yeah. I knew this seven years ago when my friends would be like, oh, yeah, the government takes half of our money. I'm like, what? Right? And like, there's no guns here. And I'm like, oh, that could get interesting later. Right? right. And it has. It right. has. And not, th I'm not choosing a political side or anything of that nature. Yeah. But there's just something interesting about all that government control that yeah. is not, it doesn't feel good for me. Right. I want to go back to Australia bad. Mm. They're like bad. Mm. I love that place. Mm. So, just be on the lookout. Preston smiles <laughs> at Preston smiles. I'll, when it's time, we'll be everywhere. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. So, for those that have got an abundance of uh, wisdom and and even just the transmission from this conversation that want to continue following you, it's at Preston Smiles on Instagram. Correct. 
if if somebody's in Australia, they'd love to do the bridge experience. You're, you guys obviously aren't coming back live. Is there anything that they can plug into mm-hmm. online or yes, if, you know, of that nature? Yes. So there's there's uh, stretch twenty two, which is a really deep in dive with me, that's affordable enough. Yeah. Um, usually, every time I open it, it sells out. I take about fifty people every four months, mm-hmm. and that is usually half Australians. Um, right. Because they, it, it's super valuable. It's a real deep dive with me because all my other clients are 50000 and up. So this is a way to enter my world that's affordable for you know anybody who's on the come up. Absolutely. And we, we go deep. So stretch22, prestonsmiles.com forward slash stretch dash 22. Yeah. And then uh, here in Austin, we created a, a men's movement called MPB, mm. which you've been a part of. Amazing. And, yes. That's Empowered Brotherhood. Um, we have a beautiful beautiful online space where we go deep um and there's things that can only be addressed with other men and so that's called the brotherhood anybody who wants to go to that it's empoweredbrotherhood.com you'll find it there and then last but not least stephanos uh Stephanos, who i think you're gonna have on yeah garen jones who you've had on yeah and uh not garen i'm tripping christine hasler and Alexi, my wife, we all created a uh, institute called Elementum Coaching Institute, mm-hmm. uh, where we train coaches to be weapons. Yeah, this has nothing to do with business and everything to do with trauma, shame, uh, breathwork, everything you can imagine, everything in one place. So, yeah. any of those things, ElementumCoaching.com, uh, you can find us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And team, I do encourage you to to look into all of those. Um, Preston is absolutely the real deal and 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 does and can help people from all walks of life elevate and transform their game every single day brother uh, i want to thank you i want to thank you for today i want to thank you for going through everything that you've gone through in order to become the person that you are uh you truly are free you tr- source definitely speaks through you for, and there's a very thin veil if if any at all uh, and so to 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 form the connection that we're forming, uh, and to have you on, and to for you to share so much of yourself today, mm. has been absolutely beautiful. And I think I, I speak on behalf of anybody, everybody, when I say we're really grateful. So thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Much love. This has been super awesome, and uh, you'll appreciate this. I say no to probably fifty podcast requests yeah. a month. Yeah. And uh, energetically. And like I said, when you asked, how much do I know about what you do? I don't know much. Right. I literally just tap in, tune in. Yeah. Am I supposed to do this? If the answer is yes, it's yes. Yeah. Right. It's that simple. And so that speaks to your energy and who you be and what you've represented in the world Mm. uh, because it was an instant yes. Mm. And I didn't have the full cognitive understanding or awareness of quote unquote who you are and who you weren't. Wow. Just the energetics of it was a full yes. Wow. Yeah. I love that, brother. Mm-hmm. The beginning. Yep. Let's get it. <laughs> Preston smiles, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Bro. you, man. Bro. 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 <laughs> <laughs>